Seriously, you don't care? Really? I can't believe that. It, that all that does it, it does bother you, but it is you still really you still? Oh, I just you got to give me a. I, I don't know. of light out there. Thank you for continuing to do what you do, that you build community, you build relationships, you share the awesomeness and being in a relationship with Jesus and the adventure that it is a walk of faith. And it's not about rules and regulations, although the rules outlined in that holy scripture, the Bible, that ancient text, they are to protect us. And when we say, oh, there's all these things we can't do, it's all those things that protect us. Have you ever tried some of the things that the Bible says don't do? I have. I think I've tried a fair bit of them. Can I tell you the end result? Hey, I'm Tom Baldwin. I'm your host. This community is awesome. Thank you for what you do. Thank you for sharing your faith. Thank you for being out there. Thank you for your support. I so appreciate you. Hey, remember prayer requests, comments, anything almost at 406bigt at gmail.com. I'd love to hear from you. And the website address is sanguinefaith.com. And you can find the player there. It's a great way to share the Sanguine podcast. And I also do two other podcasts, the Yup, Y-U-P, it's because you got to go, right? <laughs> Sorry. And the Yes Women podcast, all about encouraging women. And so uh, it's a great way to link up. You can find it because there's so many podcasts out there. If you can sign, see what the cover art looks like and just get linked up, you can subscribe and listen. Great way to do that. Also connects to a store I have attached. And so you can go there, buy great stuff, support the podcast that way. There's also a donate button. So appreciate the support that happens that way. Hey, let's get into the podcast. And I just was really struck lately about um, just how much Jesus loves us. And and the opening, it's a conversation that I had with Jesus probably, I think it's four or five years ago. It was a really pivotal time in my life. It was, I'll just say this, a very low, low time in my life where I didn't feel very good about myself. I didn't feel like I had much to offer. I felt like most of the things I did were wrong. I felt like given the opportunity to do something right, I did something wrong. And I was having this ongoing conversation with God, Jesus, God, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, three in one, probably for a couple weeks, just, you know, how can you love me? Those type of questions, you know, why am I being experienced all this? And more so it was on my end. Why am I doing this? Why, why I'm in this place? Why can't I get out of this trap? And I remember having this conversation kind of intensified one evening as, as I was falling asleep and moving towards bed. And I actually fell asleep, or I think I did. And I remember very vividly God coming in, and I felt really down. I don't remember exactly, but I had some, that day, I think in particular, some more epic failures just to add where I was already feeling. And, you know, that was a season where the economy is down and as men, as you know, we're not able to provide that that's a hit too. And so it was really feeling down about myself. And when you feel down, you often do things, addictive type behaviors. And you're just like, Oh, Tom, give me the dirt on what you did. Well, just imagine the worst thing. And we'll just say it's that. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. What, what is it for you doing hits of acid, you know, getting drunk, you know, abusing, 
people, which no, I don't do. And you can choose which things that I do. (laughs) Anyway, nobody was harmed in the making and the retelling of this podcast. So just so you know, and nobody was hurt, period. But I experienced something that I hadn't in a long time. I have to say I first experienced it with my own father and a time it was when I was in high school and I was a senior and I was having a lot of fun and I was kind of disregarding a lot of my dad's sage wisdom, which gosh, I wish I hadn't done that. It would have saved me a lot, a lot of pain in my life, but kind of disregarding it. And it led to me getting a little wild and ruckus and, uh, breaking some rules slash laws, which led to my dad being really disappointed in me. And I, I remember that feeling and that ache and disappointing my dad. But at the same time, he's like, Tom, we have some issues of rebuilding trust here and we have some things, but I love you. You're my son and we're going to get through this. There's, there's some rebuilding. And so that evening that I was having that conversation with God, we're fast forwarding here to a few years ago and I'm kind of recounting all my failures and they're replaying in my head. And you guys, you have the tape in your head, you know, you kind of, you get this whole scenario. And I remember God just coming in and it's almost like he took his hand and, and all my things were there and he just swiped them away. And he looks at me and he's like, Tom, I love you. And my rebuttal was, what about all that? It's like, I don't care. I love you. I'm like, how can you, have you seen that? He's like, I have. I love you. You're mine. You're my son. You're in my family. And I was like, what about all that? He's like, get up. Come here. Let's let's hug. We're going to work on that, son. We'll get through this. Changed my life. Changed my understanding. Changed my faith. Was one of the hugest events in my life. Because for the longest time, and there's this argument that continues to go on, but my faith became, and it's, it, it this has been happening since the day I got saved, but has becoming more real every day. That day, it became really real, and it became really close. And any barrier that was up between God and I just came down because everything I had done was laid bare and was found lacking, and yet still there was unconditional love for me. Where do I want to go with this? I think this is a sticking place for a lot of people. There are a lot of people that believe their salvation is based on what they do. I'm going to tell you, you are privileged if you come to the place that I did and realize there's nothing you can do for your salvation, that God chose you, God loved you. And when he's, when you came to him and said, I want in, he's like, Absolutely. He didn't ask for qualifications. He didn't ask for a record book. He said, you want in? I love you. Names in the book of life. There are a lot of people that don't believe it's that simple. The Bible's very, very, very clear. You got to look hard and you got to twist some scriptures to not have it be that simple. The Bible is very clear that Jesus is our righteousness you got to understand that we don't have any righteousness of our own. And when that I stand before God, he sees Jesus on me. I wear Jesus like a cloak, and that is the righteousness. I put Jesus on. That's why the scriptures, scriptures say, 
put on Christ Jesus. You put him on because it's his righteousness. It's imputed to you. It's given to you. You can't earn it. You just ask to get in and it's yours. It's an inheritance that is yours. Your salvation is not based on anything other than saying, I want in and you repent of your sins and you turn from them. And God says, you're mine. Now, he doesn't forget about all the stuff, okay, that stuff. And we can pretty much sum it up as sin and death because it's sin and sin leads to death and we don't want death in our life. And since God loves us so deeply, and he does, he has an intense love for us that he hates seeing death in our life. So as he comes up and he shares his unconditional love, which is a balm and a salve, Solve. It heals us. It heals those wounds that we have living on this earth, those wounds of rejection, those wounds of people not saying things they should have or not saying things that they did that they shouldn't have said. That unconditional love comes in and says, I love you. And it's a balm and a solve and it cures and heals us. And so as Jesus comes in with that unconditional love and the Father comes in and says, get up, come on, you can do it. Let's begin to work on this stuff. Let's begin to purge death. That is where the scriptures talk about being transformed through the renewing of your mind. There is that big HS, the Holy Spirit, the amazing Holy Spirit that ministers and helps us take death and sin out of our life because God loves us so much that he doesn't want to see the things that are destroying us. What God also wants, because he knows we're going to spend an eternity with him, name's already in the book of life. But here's another point of confusion. We perform good works, same way like when my dad and I let my dad down and we had to rebuild trust. My heart ached that I let him down because we had a great relationship. He showed me much unconditional love. And so out of that unconditional love, what happens is the desire to do good works Works are a byproduct and a manifestation of a strong relationship. If you want to do good works, okay, listen up. I'm going to give you an incredible key. If you want to do good works and you're lacking in doing good works, you just need to experience more of God's unconditional love because he will come in and minister to the hurt and the pain and you get healed up and you build a relationship. You find out that he's not a God of wrath. He's of God of intense love. Now, people of intense love, same with gods of intense love, you know, they're powerful and they feel things powerfully. And so being connected with them is, is a really cool thing. But we want to do that with reverence and awe. But as God does that and comes in with his unconditional love, we begin to heal up. We begin to do good works. We're not saved by our works, but our works as it says, I think it's in, it's either in Corinthians or Romans. I didn't refresh. I looked it up recently, but it was just a quick cursory look as I was thinking about this. Um, works are burned and they are part of our reward. What is left, okay, this is not a salvation issue or a getting into heaven issue. This is when you're in heaven. It's the rewards that you have there. So when you're healed up and you experience God's conditional love, okay, this is a win-win. This is what I love about this relationship with Jesus, the Father, and the Holy Spirit because it's, it's win, win, win. And it's like, how can you lose? You can't. So you get healed up because you experience unconditional love. You get transformed through the renewing of your mind. Then you want to do good works. Well, those good works are works that God sees. And at the judgment day, they're burned. 
and what's left is pure gold, and that's your reward. So God heals you up. He chose you. He heals you up. You chose him. Heals you up with his unconditional love. You're transformed. You get rid of the death and sin in your life. You do good works because your gratitude and your love for him, and that is part of your reward. How can you not love that. So if you're on the edge and you haven't been, you're like, kind of, I kind of want to explore this Jesus thing. I encourage you. And if you've been in the family and you've had some misconceptions about how you can lose your salvation, how can you lose your salvation? You can't. You're hard pressed. You got to really look for those scriptures to lose your salvation. You can't. And it's, if you read the entirety of the scripture, it's not at all the nature of God. And it's just a hundred percent false belief because God comes in with his unconditional love and he heals us and he restores us and he invests in us. So if you've been of a belief and you live in fear that you could lose your salvation if you don't do all those good works, well, for one, you're doing the works out of the wrong reason. You're doing the works because you want to save yourself. You can't save yourself because somebody already did and he's asking you to accept it and you can't accept it because you're out there trying to save yourself. Do you get the kind of ridiculousness of how you can lose your salvation and how you have to do good works? No, the thing that you need to do and you want to do this, okay? I want to do this. I want to feed in my relationship with Jesus because as the closer I get to him, the more I experience I love, the more healed I get, the more whole I get, and the more I want to do good works. Years ago, I didn't really care for people. I love people now and I love community. Can I tell you 100% where that comes from? It is drawing closer to Jesus and it's getting closer to the Father's heart. And I feel like I'm privileged every day as I fall more in love with community and more in love with people. It's because the Father is allowing me to experience more of his heart. Okay, there's a free gift out there for you. Stop trying to earn it and stop living in fear. Put your fear aside. Put your like strivings aside. Strive to move into that place of unconditional love, that place of vulnerability where you put your hands down and you put all your strivings away and the Holy Spirit and Jesus can come in and touch and heal. He puts his hands on your broken heart and he begins to heal the hurts that are there. The words that should have been said to you that I love you. You are an incredible kid. You are my favorite child. I'm so glad you were born versus maybe some of the things that were said to you that shouldn't have been because you are wonderful and beautifully created. I'm sorry that maybe those words didn't get to you, but now I can be a dispenser of those words. You are wonderfully created. You are loved. You have value. You have worth. Come in, experience that love, get healed up. So, gosh, I love this podcast and I love talking about this aspect of Jesus because there's a lot of confusion in the church and church has become, and you know, this is Tom so Soapbox, so programmed that the organic, the unconditional, that really intimate, vulnerable thing doesn't happen because church is so sterile, but that's where the healing comes in. As we take the band-aids off, we get laid bare, we're naked, and the healing balm comes in. Believers can also be that healing balm. We can be the extension and the hands of Jesus. So letting community in, and sometimes you have to get close to that unconditional love before you can let community in. But sometimes you have those tenacious people that just tenaciously, unconditionally love you and they break you down. Gosh, I love those people. I've had a number of those people in my life and their tenacity to love unconditionally and show me things that I felt like I didn't deserve 
really helped me grow. And so this podcast, part of me being here is to share things with you to help you grow, get closer with Jesus, because this walk with Jesus is a beautiful thing. You don't have to be perfect. You work out the things with Jesus. All right, my friends. Hey, I so, so appreciate you. Thanks a lot for listening and Hey, thanks for listening to the podcast. Just some exit notes here. If uh, you're listening to this, you're listening to one of three podcasts. There are two other podcasts you might be interested in. So there is my Sanguine podcast. There is the Yup podcast and a podcast specifically designed for encouraging women of all ages. The Yes Women podcast. I just encourage you to go and try some more of Tom Baldwin's podcast.